You're listening to Modern Mystic Soul, a podcast dedicated to helping starseeds like you go from awakened to activated. My name is Therese Tucker. I'm an intuitive artist, psychic medium, and teacher of intuition, and I'm sitting down with you to talk about the ascension process, spiritual growth lessons I've learned, and how to move into a more aligned frequency so you can fully experience your destiny. In this episode, I'll be talking about inherent worth, seeking validation, and vulnerability. Why is this so hard? Before I can even talk to you about this episode, I have to talk about the elephant in the room with me right now. I have found trying to talk to you about this topic incredibly hard. I had scheduled it to be the second episode in my new podcast, Modern Mystic Soul, and it was supposed to come out a month after the first episode. To this current date, it's been almost five months since the first episode, and I went totally radio silent. I even tried to just skip this episode, really, and just talk about something easier for me or lighter, and I couldn't even get myself to do that. I felt like my higher self was saying, ha, I got you to think deeply, and there's no getting out of this until you make your peace here. You know, my goal with this podcast is to be of service to others. That's what I want. However, at this point, me showing up to write it, record it, and release this episode is more like just winning an epic battle inside myself. So I'm here to talk to you today about inherent worth. The understanding that you are completely worthy because you simply are. No hard work required. To this day, I struggle with this concept, which is why I'm having a hard time talking about it with you now. My desire is to bring you answers, and yet I feel like I'm still in this, you know, nebulous idea phase rather than a fully crystallized form. So all I can offer you here is the direction to look in and maybe a few markers we should be looking for. But I can tell you this, if you struggle with feeling truly worthy, then you most definitely are not alone. I'm right there with you. Up next, I'm going to break down what inherent worth means, how it affects us, and why we may not feel it. What is inherent worth? Inherent worth is your permanent and essential worth that cannot be withdrawn from you by any external means. You were born this way. You were, are, and forever will be worthy, regardless of how great or meager your life may seem. No misdeed, no bad thought, or even pattern of behavior can deteriorate your value. It is impervious to being tarnished. That's it. It's perfect. How do you think inherent worth would affect us if we felt it? 
I believe that if we were to consciously understand our inherent worth, we would not struggle with following our heart or live in self-doubt. We would know that what's inside of us in our heart is of incredible value and we would follow our own instincts with a deep sense of trust. That confidence that we would feel inside ourselves would not come from lower levels of arrogance or superiority. Instead, it would stem from a deeper sage knowing that each form of life comes with the same level of inherent worth. And so we would treat each being we come across with the same respect that we show ourselves. Understanding our true worth would allow us to know our wholeness. So my question is, why don't we feel it? And I think it's simple. We don't feel whole, even if just in small ways. We don't feel whole. I think that we can all emphasize with the feeling of a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle missing a few pieces. We can't truly know this sense of value when we can feel pieces of our soul missing. And missing soul pieces is no joke. It's real. It's called fragmentation. I want you to imagine that when you were born, your being, okay, your wholeness was like a smooth, flawless, sparkling mirror. And when events happened in your life that invalidated your being or dismissed your feelings or caused trauma or pain, that beautiful, smooth mirror would crack. Enough cracks in this mirror would cause whole pieces to fall out. And that, my friend, is what fragmentation is. I'm not sure if anyone in this life really makes it through without fragmenting or at least experiencing some cracks. Did you know that one of the main jobs of shamans of indigenous cultures is to perform soul retrievals? This is where the shaman travels into the non-physical worlds and helps find soul fragments of a person that were lost in their lifetimes. So it could be lost in this lifetime or even other lifetimes. In fact, I believe fragmentation is one of the reasons why our souls experience reincarnation. Imagine that the ticket back home, all the way to source, requires that all parts of you be present to use it. Well, if you fragment your soul in a lifetime and do not manage to collect all those pieces before you pass over, guess what? You're going to need to go back into that world and get those pieces, those soul pieces. You can identify if you are experiencing fragmentation by how you interpret your worth. If you're relying on anything outside of yourself to feel worthy, then I believe that that's proof that you're experiencing fragmentation. So to recap, inherent worth is your permanent state of being worthy that cannot be tarnished by yourself or others. We may not feel our true worth because our soul may be fragmenting or have fragmented from experiences that we've had in this life. In the next segment, I'm going to be talking about the personality traps that we can fall into and how each trap may look different than another depending on your personality type. (music) 
What is the personality trap? I think when it comes to inherent worth, the ego is the trap because the ego has to relate to external experiences to validate itself. We all have an ego, and when we allow understandings like the idea of worth to be left to our default thinking, which again is our ego, then we default to our ego's understanding of worth. The ego is going to search outside of itself to identify and define the parameters of our worth. Much of how our ego identifies worth is filtered through our outer personality traits. As long as the outer personality is experiencing positive emotional reinforcement, then we'll feel content and worthy from this level. However, the external world is constantly shifting And soon we come across the negative emotions that seem to extinguish all feelings of worth. And there are three major negative emotions that can affect our feelings of worth. And these are anger slash rage, shame, and of course, fear. When the ego is confronted by these, it reacts with its specific personality traits to rectify the balance and attain a sense of worth again. There, you know, there are actually a lot of great tools for understanding our personality parameters, such as astrology. I love astrology. Uh, I love to use numerology. Palmistry can show you a lot about your personality. You can use systems like the human design mapping system and the Myers-Briggs test, name just a few. But one system that I personally have found to be extraordinarily helpful in understanding how my ego defines worth is the Enneagram. Have you heard of this? The Enneagram. If you want to learn more about what the Enneagram is, you can visit www.enneagraminstitute.com. And of course, I will spell that and put that in the show notes. So you can find that link in these show notes. Um, But incredible. It's an incredible tool. For the sake of this episode, I'm just going to quickly break down the nine personality types of the Enneagram. And specifically, I want to la, 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 try that again. I want to specifically focus on the lower aspects of ego involved with each of these nine personality types. So let's look at how the lower version of ego may try to understand the idea of worthiness. Type one is called the reformer. The reformer feels worth when they have controlled or perfected some aspect of themselves or even others. Type two is called the helper. The helper feels worth when people like them and think of them as good people. Then there's type three, the achiever. Achievers feel worth when others notice their success and admire them. Type four is called the individualist. The individualist feels worth through, th- through their sense of creativity or uniqueness. In fact, they feel worth when they notice how different they are from others. Type five is called the investigator. The investigator feels worth through the prowess of the mind. This type is the type that can most easily isolate from the outside world, but It must have something it can compare its intellect to in order to measure its worth. 
Type 6 is the loyalist. The loyalist feels worth when they create security structures from a combination of outside sources, such as philosophy, religion, or belief systems. And they get attached to that, and that's how they find their worth. Type 7, the enthusiast. They feel worthy. Enthusiasts feel worthy when they have multiple paths to pursue and feel constantly engaged in activity. Type 8 is the challenger. The challenger feels worthy when they are acknowledged for their strength and perseverance. And then type 9 is the peacemaker. Peacemakers feel worth through striving to be their ideal self and creating an ideal world. So as you can see, each personality type has found its coping mechanisms to deal with the feelings of shame, anger, inadequacy, and fear. So when these come up, they seek those external sources for renewing their sense of worthiness. But what happens when these types are not provided with their chosen outside source of attention or stimulus? If the person has not learned to identify the higher source in themselves, they can fall into this vicious cycle of feeling the negative emotion, anger, fear, or shame, and continue to seek outside of themselves for proof or validation of their worth, which just sucks. <laughs> and I think we've all been in those places where we've gotten trapped in that vicious cycle of looking outside of ourselves, getting a little bit of what feeds our sense of worth. But then when the outside landscape shifts and what was creating a sense of worth for us gets pulled away, then we suddenly don't feel it inside of ourselves. If we were feeling inherent worth, then nothing, no matter, let's say you have a great job, right? And that great job gives you a sense of worth, but then the job is taken away. If you had a strong sense of inherent worth, you wouldn't attach your value to having that job or not. But when we are living from the ego's sense of worth or the personality's sense of worth, there might be a lot of attachment to your value and that job. And when the job's taken away, then it feels like the value is taken away. So to recap, if the ego or personality is the part of us that defines our worth by constantly searching for external sources of proof or, val or validation to reaffirm its idea of worthiness, then we're stuck in that lower cycle or the personality trap. By the way, if you'd like to find your own Enneagram, I actually found a resource for a free test. Um, and this is, I'm not an affiliate. I get no, <laughs> there's no benefit for me. It's just, um, I know that you can take the test through the Enneagram Institute and you have to pay, but there is this source that I found that you can take the test for free. And that link is very long and will be in the show notes as well. You would go to eclecticenergies.com backslash or forward slash rather Enneagram forward slash do test. And again, I will put that link inside of the show notes for you. In the next episode of Modern Mystic Soul, I'm going to go into part two of inherent worth. And I'm going to talk to you about how um, not understanding our inherent worth can affect our intuition 
And of course, I will introduce Exactly. I'm going to introduce you to a few exercises and thoughts to help you get in touch with your own inherent worth as I do this work on myself as well. And you know what? I'd really love it if you let me know your thoughts on this topic. Did you do you find yourself experiencing limited feelings of worthiness? Do you recognize some of the coping mechanisms from the personality traits above in yourself? And you can leave comments right here on the Anchor FM app at anchor.fm forward slash Blythe Starlight. You can even leave voice messages, I believe, right there. Uh, Or you can leave comments as well. I'd love to know your feelings on this. Is this something that kind of hit you? (laughs) Did you do you feel it the same way I'm feeling it? Because even as we're growing and we're doing our personal development worth. And as we're growing on our spiritual journey, I think this this is a key component to understanding our spiritual value on a deeper level. Um, so, you know, I want you to know that, you know, as you're growing, as you're developing on that spiritual level, you're still going to come across different levels of this. And you, if you're feeling it, it doesn't mean you didn't grow. You absolutely did. It just means this goes deep and it's a soul journey. So I want you to know again, you're not alone and I've got your back and I believe in you. And I believe that even just being willing to look at this is part of the healing process. Thank you for joining me for Modern Mystic Soul. Be sure to visit me at blithestarlight.com and subscribe to my list and that way you will never miss an episode of the Modern Mystic Soul podcast, which can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook as Blythe Starlight. Until next time, stay magical. Stay magical.